This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no ease dot com. Blueberry with no ease dot com. Remember, you drop the ease. Is it us or did online radio just get a bit more culture? To find out more, log into www.odacastradio.com. Odacastradio.com. Warning The Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week, bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 92 of the Bonsai Beat. I am Jellicoon, alongside with Zoldar. Woo! Yes, we are back. We have had a crazy week of news. There was New York Anime Fest, got news out of that. A shocking surprise, to say the least. Plus, we've got four. We had two last week, now we've got four new shows to tell you about. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on today. So, uh, happy to have you. And, and, we can take your calls. Uh, go ahead, go on twitter.com, front slash jellocoon, that's J-E-L-L-O-K-U-N, and somewhere along there you'll find the number. It's listed there. You'll find it. And, uh, or if you're on stickcam.com, stickcam.com, front slash bonsai beat, it is crawling across the screen right now. So, we want to take your calls, especially about the the really big, I think, in my, my, my opinion, the hot topic of the week. Um, so, we'll go to this quickly, and uh, we'll go to our news. So, what have you been watching, uh, Zaldar? Still continuing on with Last Exile. Now, you you which... were you were pissed last night when you talked to me. I was getting a little upset with it, yes. So, um, explain. Now you've, I've sent you the link. You can... Decide whether you want to put it up or not, but well, I'm going everyone... to. I'll talk about it when I finish watching all of it. Okay. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, they 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 take a, took a really good show and kind of turned it into a lolicon, and it made me upset a little bit. Well, well you so. know, I don't blame yeah. you. And it, and it was totally you. unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, it was not necessary to do what they did. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a good show, regardless. For sure. I mean, yeah, if it's, if it's a crappy show, then you do that to get people to watch it. Stupid <laughs> people, but... There you go. So. Teach their own. I finished uh, Get mm-hmm. Chicken 2. And uh, I'm even more excited to do a review on this. I think this week we'll do, I'll write a review for Genshin Season 1. And then the following week we'll do Genshin Season 2. Or I want to take it even farther and make an episode called October. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Reviewing Genshin, Genshin 2, and Welcome to the NHK. Three shows <laughs> that are like hardcore. This is about otaku. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. That sounds pretty damn good. Otaku October. There you go. Um, so today I bring you other shows I watched Invasion Squid Girl. Well, I think it's just called Squid Girl. I have no freaking clue. 
Uh, Oreno Emundo, also known as My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. Ugh. <laughs> I knew oh, you'd love it. Oh, that I show. Knew, oh, I, Lord. I knew you'd love it. <sighs> the World Only God Knows. And uh, finally, the uh, Yogasuga no Sora, which, uh, yeah, I think it's the most interesting out of the bunch. Just from a, uh, huh, I wonder what's going to happen next kind of kind of stance. But we'll get to them first, uh, or get to them later, I should say. I want to go and just get right into the news, because I haven't wanted to talk about this all freaking day. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. All right. So it may be news to not to me. I feel kind of stupid because I'm not on like every single news board, and I'm not sitting on Twitter 24/7 and stuff like that. But Anime News Network came out and said, "Hey, the uh, Oreno Omundo show was leaked prior to the Japanese broadcast." Which is huge in itself. But then they fail to mention they were the reason for the leak. And where, where uh, did you get the fact that they were the reason for the leak? Where's the source on that one? I didn't find an official source, but um, the forums of numerous times have said people and they've even <laughs> so gone people so people on their forum said, you know, you're the reason I have not. They, leaked they it. have never. Okay, I'll say this much. To be clear, they have not come out and said, point blank, yes, it is our fault. But it was basically confirmed because how they figured it out and found it was on ANN server. Lord. So, uh, it was supposed to... ANN at the most didn't, you know, uh, make their servers... They didn't protect them. Protect them enough. So it's not like they leaked it, they just... Yeah, well, they put it on a public server and, uh... Because of poor naming of the file, it was easily figurable. You know, they sniff. Basically, it's called URL sniffing. Yeah. You know, you could do it to my server, for example. I put all the podcasts in the same exact directly. Excuse me, directory. They're all named BB episode number. You could go through and say, "Oh, da, 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 episode sixty-three, boom, it'll work." Not a problem because I want you to listen to the show. But you'd have to be able to get into the server. No, you don't. If you know the directory path, um, you're good. As uh, as long as that's an external facing uh, directory, there's no any there's no any kind of special permissions, no kind of passwords. If it's set to read, and it's sitting in publicly, anybody can access it as long as you know the path. And this is exactly what happened. Um, so a group discovered a copy of the show, the second episode and then redistributed the episode without authorization a complete day before the episode was supposed to premiere in Japan. Um, the copy is a 720p progressive resolution, and the episode was scheduled to premiere on Saturday at 11.30pm Japan time, which is 10.30 Eastern Standard Time uh, today. Yeah. Um, licensed the anime series for streaming in North America. ANN has scheduled... To begin streaming this episode next Saturday at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. And then they went and updated and said, yeah, they, they've, they've pulled episode one. So you can't even watch the first episode anymore. Well, yeah, I'm surprised <sighs> A&N is probably going to lose <clears throat> all their streaming for everything if they were the reason it happened. This reminds me, well, I mean, 
A year ago, May of 2009. You gotta protect this stuff. I mean, put a freaking password up. You would think after the Funimation stuff of May of 2009 that they would have went, hmm, let's do some kind of security. And here's the thing that gets me, too. I'm wondering if there's too many hands in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. On this week's A&N cast, they talked about, hey, we got this new show, it's great, huzzah. Yay us. Which is funny because Zach, Birchie, even came out on Twitter when the show was announced just as a show. He went, what the fuck? You know, he was just like, the shit, I can't believe this shit, it's garbage. Publicly on his Twitter account, A&N Zach. And then, uh... What show they did came he out, said was awful? This show. The, my, girl, my little sister can't be this cute. He couldn't believe that it's gonna, you know, that was a show or... I don't have the exact right. wording in front of me. Basically, he blasted it and was talking right, right. talking shit about and it. They, they had something on there recently. They had a poll of, you know, should <laughs> A&N review the shows that they're streaming? And, you know, I was like, of course not. Why not? <laughs> Other than them showing it, uh, what's the you, difference? You're not going to be you're not going to be able to because they're making money off of streaming it, so they're not going to be able to be unbiased. It's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, but, I guess. I guess. You can't be like, this show sucks. Yeah. We're going to blast it into infinity and no one should what. Yeah, no, I, you're right. You're right. That's a very good but point. There, the most people voted they would still trust it, of course, but I'm sure those were... Well, everybody. I mean, yeah. anybody can review it. I mean, there's plenty of... There's plenty of blogs of people spouting their opinion on the show. Right, but it's still... They should not even have put that poll up. They should just have not reviewed it. That should have been obvious. But yeah. then now, you know, this happened, so... Yeah, and this reminds me a lot of the Funimation stuff from last year. It's like, you would think these guys would say, you know what, uh, you know, <clears throat> I went back and re- read about the whole Funimation leak. They ruined, like, three shows because of that. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just so frustrated because people are so fucking selfish and they always gotta be I gotta get it first I gotta be the guy that broke it I gotta be you know yeah we can blame fault on ANN yes they should have been smarter I mean if if it was me doing this this shit wouldn't be touching the internet and uh, maybe have a hidden private server that only ANN staff gets access to, because, I mean, if you think about it, A&N doesn't have an office that I'm aware of. They've said numerous times on the, uh, on the A&N cast, you know, they work all remotely, but they use, you know, G, G-Talk and, you know, stuff like that to keep it, keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And in this late, in this week's ANCast, like I was saying earlier, they mentioned that they get the show, uh, with no subs or anything. They give it to somebody else who writes the subtitles, then they give it to someone else who does the um, syncing and whatnot. Maybe this was a case where that chain of trust was broken, or someone was not thinking. You know, when you've got three or four different people handling something as something as I an unreleased property. I somebody from A and N would do that, though. Well, people make mistakes. I mean, this is one of those mistakes that. I'm not going to say it's going to have wide-reaching effects. I mean, yeah, the whole Funimation thing last year was huge. And, you know, they basically screwed the pooch on One Piece and um, things like that. But 
Funimation recovered. They've been simulcasting, you know, they did five leaves last year, or last season, things like that. Obviously, they recovered. But, um, you know, things like this overall, though, affects us American fans uh, with the trust of the Japanese, because these, these people are so cautious with this stuff, and so un... Let's not say untrusting, but you know what? They make some. They make money off of this, and now, even before the Japanese get it, it's already out on the internet. Like everyone expects uh-huh. there to be, you know, a rip of it. But yeah, I'm just frustrated as a fan because you know we're finally getting more and more simulcasts outside of Crunchyroll, and now this goes and ruins it, all because people have to be selfish or got to be elite. Or whatever you want to call it. You know... I don't know. I'm just really frustrated. And, um... Disappointed, I should say. I'm disappointed. You know, if you're a fan of the show, or a fan of anime, in general, you would think you'd just leave it alone. Yeah, A&N fucked up. If it does truly come out and say it to them. Like I said, they've no one's clarified. I don't want to necessarily prematurely... Um, point fingers or anything. I don't want to get sued, but I mean, all <laughs> all signs look to, yep, A and N fucked up big time. And what's so sad too is like, on Monday they announced this. It's Sunday. Not even a full week has gone by, and they've already fucked up big time. Mm-hmm. So, what's what's your just... what's your opinion on it? I mean, well, it's ridiculous. I mean, what other opinion can you have? It's just crazy. Uh, the idea that, you know, this is something that they're going to do. I mean, I'm surprised if I was anybody else that was streaming stuff to them, I'd be seriously considered taking it away. Well, I think this, uh, I think and, it's already been done. And Aniplex, I'm sure, is not happy, to say the least. Um, yeah, yeah, I can probably say with confidence that you won't see this show anymore on... On the site. Well, I would even if it wasn't if I was doing another show, I would you know I, I would be well, like, they, oh, no, we're not giving you our show anymore. Well, well, they have a lot of Funimation content. They have tons of Funimation content um, on their site for streaming mm-hmm. as well. Nothing simulcasting, you know. A lot of the shows are on a DVD or you know things like that nature, or it's older stuff. I don't think it's going to affect that. You know. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else, to, what else to say, but feel free to call, you know, call in. I'd love to hear anyone else's opinion because, um, you know, I don't want to say, like, doom and gloom and make it sound worse than it really is. I mean, yeah, it sucks. And it affects pretty much everyone in one way or another. But, you know... Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a, a sucky thing to be to happen, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on though, because I mean we can only say the word "sucky" so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> to describe the situation. Yeah. Maybe, maybe um, when you know somebody from A and N should call in and. Oh yeah, like we're big enough. Yeah, for like that. that's gonna happen. I know, but still. Come on, Zach, call in. Yeah, let us know what really happened. <sighs> yes. No. Yeah. I, I would not want to be, uh, whew, would not want to be in the room by then. 
awakening frantic phone calls of oh shit, oh shit. Kodansha USA to take over Delray manga titles. So Delray is kinda well, they uh I don't know, it seems like they've been in poor health for a while. I'm not a big manga person to say the least. I don't follow the manga trends and whatnot. Um Basically, it came on a press release that was issued on Monday. The Japanese publisher, Gidansha, has announced that it will gradually take over publishing duties for manga titles currently published by Random House. But Random House is Delray manga. Uh, Random House will distribute the, the Kodansha USA published volumes as part of its Random House publishing services. So, uh, some of the Delray's, Delray's Kodansha titles which have not yet been published in the entirety in English include Triple X Holic, Fairy Tale, or Tale, Air Gear, Negma, and numerous others. Kodansha announced its intent to publish manga directly in an American market through a new Kodansha USA holding company back in July of 08. Later. Okay, so, I mean, so, does this mean they were unhappy with the way Delray was doing it, or? I honestly. It's really weird to me that they would do this. I'm not too sure to be honest. Like I said, I don't follow manga news and whatnot, so I'm not too sure. I'm I'm thinking from what I gathered, like Delray's been kind of shaky on money and things like that. Well, I, I'm not sure though. I really don't know. Because the last time a Japanese company, I can't remember who it was, but I do remember the last time a Japanese company tried to take over stuff and think they can do it better, it, you know, kind of didn't work real well. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't well, know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I'm in this case, I'm just kind of passing along the news. I, 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 I can't speculate. Um, I, like I said, I don't follow the news. I don't keep up abreast of what's going on. Um, I mainly focus on anime because that's what I watch. I have quite a bit of manga, I just don't Follow the news, I guess. Some of the other shows they had too, or uh, not shows, some books. Um, they had, you know, Pumpkin Scissors, School Rumble, Shikochara, Suzuka, Subasa, The Wallflower. Some pretty good titles. So, you know, if, again, if anyone else wants to comment or set me straight on this, feel free because in this case I just don't know really how to speculate or add my input because I don't have anything that I can reliably say. <laughs> um, this week was New York Anime Fest, and there is some news out of that. Crunchyroll adds more shows. So huzzah, huzzah. They're adding Milky Holmes, uh, Demon Bonnet, and uh, Makadime. They've also added Lucky Star, Cosplay Complex, which I swear to God is a hentai. And then, they're also adding the first Gundam, Z Gundam, I think it's like Zeta Gundam, and then Gundam Double. So, yeah, good stuff. So they're actually adding a hentai? No, I don't think it's no, it's not a hentai. I guarantee it's not a hentai. (laughs) But it sounds like come on, cosplay complex. Well, it does sound like one, but I thought you might have known something. No, then Crunchyroll would not be doing that. I didn't think they would be either, but you know, maybe they decided they could. They got the uh, enough people. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, you go on their forums. That's what everybody's asking for all the time. It's Why? pretty ridiculous, but it is. It is. So yeah, Lucky Star and Gundam. All right, Bandai and Kyoto Animation and all kinds of good stuff. Bandai Entertainment ads. Oh, that go ahead. Lucky Star is almost a hentai. <clears throat> Lucky Star is not almost a hentai. <laughs> Where is it anything near a hentai? They talk no, about no, it. No, but you know how crazy people on Sokongu Complex go for it, so you know. It's Lucky Star. You just utter the name and people will go, Oh my god! Mm, I love Konata! Exactly. I want her to have my children! And then, you know. Yes. That's pretty ridiculous. That it is. Ben Entertainment adds Gundam double O film and the very first time the subbed version of the first TV Gundam. <clears throat> so uh, the first bilingual release for the first Gundam TV, Gundam Unicorn on DVD, and uh, Tokokake on Blu-ray. The North American anime distributor Bandai Entertainment announced at its New York Anime Festival slash New York Comic Con panel on Saturday that the uh, that it will release Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zero the movie, Awakening of the Trailblazer, as well as the first movie. Mobile Suit Gundam Television anime series on DVD with English subtitles and dubbing. It will be the first time that Band Entertainment has released the first Gundam series with both English and Japanese soundtracks. The 42-episode series will be released in two parts in 2011. One episode out of the original, 43-length, was never dubbed in English at the request of the creator and director. So... Why would the creator and director not want it dubbed in English? Because we're not good enough. I guess. It's for the Japanese pride and culture. <clears throat> uh, not yeah. gonna comment. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't. Bandai Entertainment also announced that it will release most of Gundam Unicorn, or UC, I think that's what it means, Unicorn, on DVD after releasing the first volume on Blu-ray disc only. Oh, okay. So yeah, the guns here actually do have big horns from from what I what Pat told me because I asked him once. They, they they actually do have like unicorn horns. Oh so. yeah, and unicorn they do. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. For sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, ridiculous. you can get it now on DVD if you're too poor to buy Blu-ray. Yep, yep, yep. Which is all good, I guess. Well, you don't have a uh, high definition TV. TV that would make it worthwhile, which yeah. I don't. So I don't think you're gonna get stabbed by the by the horn. If it's in standard definition. I don't know, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they use the horn to stab each other when they're fighting. I don't, that might be kind of fun. Go, Gundam, go. Attack, power, horn. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Bandame, they also reviewed, or revealed, two more members of its English dub cast for K-On! Ritsu will be played by Cassandra Lee, and Boogie will be played <laughs> by Shelby Lindy, Lindley. Series will be released on DVD and Blu-ray with standard and limited editions for both formats. And I will be getting them. Woo. Uh, Yo, as long as you don't want them to have your kids. No, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I do love me some. Uh, I don't know. Can will be released in four parts with a suggested retail price of twenty nine ninety eight for each part on standard DVD. Bandai Entertainment does not plan to re. Dub the songs in English. Thank God. Thank you, Bandai. That's what I was worried about. 
Woo! I can enjoy the songs in their native English tongue and have fun. Yay! And he plucks the ship da 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 and read or die via Bandai and write stuff. And he plucks of America announced on Friday night that it will release da 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 DVD and the read or die the complete Blu-ray box through both the Bandai Entertainment site and Write Stuff's online store. Both anime titles will have English dubbing and subtitles. And pre-orders begin on Friday. Yeah, you can go order... You can actually go pre-order this crap now on Write Stuff. If you want Dura-da-da, so freaking pre-ordered early. The Dura-da-da series will ship on DVD in three parts with the enclosure of postcards. The first part will ship on January 25th, 2011 which will have episodes 1 through 9. The second part will ship March 29th, 2011, which will include 10 through 17. And the special bonus, 12.5 episode. And the third part will ship in May of 2011, with episodes 18 through 24, and the special bonus episode of 25. The Reader Die Complete series, um, Blu-ray box will ship on both uh, the video uh, Reader Die the video series and Reader Die the TV series on January 18th, 2011. Anyplex says the box will have deluxe and elaborate packaging and cover art identical to the Japanese Blu ray box set release. Nice. I, for one, will be getting to write it. Uh, it was a very good show. If you have not seen <coughs> Reader Die, you need to. I tried Die watching it, good. but the whole thing of. A grasshopper attacking that girl, and oh, that was awesome. The books having powers or some jazz. I couldn't take it. Ah, oh, I couldn't get past awesome. the third episode. I was like, done. It was hilarious. I was sad. I don't know. Maybe I didn't give it a fair shot, but the whole thing of like, well, the, you got to watch the movie first. That was the movie. The that was the movie. Okay. I tried watching the movie. Cause yeah, you tell you said you had to watch a movie first, and then you watch TV. Uh huh. And the whole thing of like, oh my god, a giant grasshopper and a guy obsessed with a book, and she's clumsy and has a apartment full of books. Yeah, that was awesome. I loved her. But then you know you gotta <clears throat> enjoy reading, I suppose. But that's a good good show. I yeah, like yeah. I guess. ICV two North American manga market. To drop 20% in 2000, 2010. <sighs> Everything is just going bad for us. A retail news source, ICV2, reports that its comics and digital conference at the New York Comic Con. Th- uh, they said that the manga market dropped by 9% during the first half of 2010. If the trend continues, ICV2 estimates the market will have dropped 20% in 2010 compared to the year before. And will have dropped 50% since three years ago. So, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the CEO, Milton Greep, uh, cited lower exposure of manga-based properties on television, as well as the still necessitant digital strategy of the industry. So, because they haven't figured something out, nobody wants to go to bookstores. Nevertheless, ICV2 predicts that the overall digital comic market is growing in North America uh, from $500,000 in 2009 to 
uh, six to eight million this year. That's a huge jump. The overall comic book and graphic novel market dropped by twelve percent in the first half of two thousand ten in North America. So, yeah, I don't, know, I, I don't know. I've said it before, and just I get worried about manga, about buying manga. Like, like I said, I do a lot more anime, but I've got about fifteen or sixteen different manga books, and. My biggest concern is, like, if I'm following something that just came out or it's got a lot of high praise, will I ever be able to finish it? Exactly. You know? Or a lot of times, I'll buy manga personally if I've seen the anime and there's more in the manga that got left out, like, after the anime ended. That's where I'll tend to personally go buy a manga. Is if I really like the show, it's like, oh, man. Oh, there's more in the manga. Sweet. And go read that. I don't... How about you? Do you... I read very little manga. I mean, I'm uh, buying the Akira manga right now, but that's mostly just to make sure that I can... Uh, that you can what? That I can under- see if I can understand the movie. Oh. But, uh, when... I mean, if I, I'm... Uh, I mean, if I'm bored, I go and pop into Borders and see what's out and see if there's anything interesting I might pick up. I mean, for ten bucks, you can't go wrong. Instead of having to drop thirty or forty bucks on an anime. Right. Of course, too, the the, the internet helps, too. There's no more of the, uh, let's just blindly buy something. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, I know that manga for a while was doing really well compared to anime, I think because it was so cheap, but I think overall, the physical goods, people don't want them. I, I don't know, though. Uh, ICV2 also came in and said that the North American anime market is worth 160 to $200 million. Yeesh, I thought it was more. The retail news source ICV2 estimated that the North American anime market will have 160 to $200 million in sales in 2010. In its inter-correspondence number 73 publication, ICV2 cautioned that its estimates cannot be more precise because the retail, because Walmart apparently can just fuck everything up. But Walmart doesn't actually report its anime DVD sales. And they carry all the really popular really? ones. Yeah, apparently not. Why the hell don't they report it? I have no clue. That's I would think ridiculous. they would be happy to, but... Yeah. Because they only That's... carry, like, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon... Yeah, people actually buy. Yeah, the kids buy. <clears throat> so, you know, maybe... All right. The main wish is what most people buy. Most mm-hmm. people buy it now. Mm-hmm. ICV2 had previously calculated that the North American anime market was somewhere between 275 and 300 million in 2007. The North American anime DVD... Market estimates for the five previous years are the following. So this is five previous years. 2002, 500 million. 2003, 550 million. 2004, 500 million. 2005, 430 to 460 million. And 2006, 400 million. So the boom is behind us, to say the least. Yep. 
I mean, it's still worth a freaking lot of money. I mean, jeez. Well, 160 million to 200 million. Yeah, yeah that's a freaking lot of money. chump change by any means, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't think that... I mean, I think the doom and gloom is overrated at this point. It's not like... Well, anime overall... It's going to go away. Like anything, it's cyclic, or how do you call it, cyclical, or... Yeah, I mean, this gets... I know this is... You know, not great in times. Um, you know, it is what it economically is. Economically, for anybody, so... Honestly, I, I would just hope that it levels out, maybe stays in the 200 to 300 million. Right. Um, that would be great, I would think. At least, you know, people like Funimation, ADV, stuff like that can kind of gauge the market from then out. I mean, from 2002 to 2006, four years, we went from 500 million to 400 million. That's a hundred million dollars loss. And then the following year, 2007, it was 275 to 300 million. Another hundred million loss. Or, you know, 1.25 million, you know, you know, 125 million dollar drop again. I mean, jeez. With the number of releases and stuff, though, I would think that it's getting better, but, you know, I wonder if Walmart really does have that big of a say in in sales. I mean, obviously, every store buys a little bit of product. You know, you always see some on the shelves. I just can't believe they wouldn't tell people how much of it they're selling. I don't... Maybe that's with all their... makes no sense. Maybe that's with all their DVD sales. I mean, I, I don't know. And because oh. people like us don't get to look at the numbers and stuff, um, we just can only speculate or assume or say nothing But why nothing wouldn't they true. tell this group of people that is setting, you know, seeing how much is sold, why they don't, how much they sell? I don't understand. Maybe they just don't care. Maybe they don't see it worthwhile uh, wasting their time getting the numbers. I, I don't know. I would see like, I'm sure I, they have to have Maybe they see anime sales as not worth reporting on because it does so little. And that they only offer it because, I mean, it's Naruto, it's Bleach, it's the big shows on TV that people want. And obviously they sell, they wouldn't stock them if they didn't. But maybe they move so little product that they don't want to spend the time getting every sa- you know getting all the sales together or whatever needs to be done. I would think it would just be sitting in a database somewhere. Exactly. I don't think it would not be that hard to keep track of. No. Every time somebody buys something, you record it. You record what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Walmart is just going balls to the wall with anime. Like, this shit sells like crack! We're not gonna tell anybody. Unless somebody <laughs> else will sell it. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. No one really wants Naruto. So, finally... An anime geek character is going to appear, appear on U.S. Network TV. Yeah. The Whole Truth episode to feature anime fan accused of murdering parents. Yes. The online magazine California Chronicle reports that an upcoming episode of the new American legal drama titled The Whole Truth will feature an anime geek character played by Jake Thomas. Thomas himself is an anime fan and blogger for the website Japan uh, Japaninator. 
He confirmed his appearance on the episode with A&N, but corrected the magazine's report. He will not play the anime fan character, but rather the character's brother. The conceit of the... Uh, the conceit of the... I guess it was the concept, I guess. I misspelled it or something. Uh, so the whole truth is a show that the viewer sees both sides of the criminal case. The prosecutors and the defendants, followed by the jury reaching a verdict. After the verdict is issued, however, a scene showing the whole truth of the crime is shown, which or may or may not be in line with the jury's verdict. According to Thomas, the episode is set to air on ABC on October 13th. So this week. Hmm. And it features I've never seen this show before. Have you seen this show before? No, I don't watch any TV. Oh, really. Okay. Not at least not this stuff. I mean, it sounds interesting, but... Yeah. I mean, how do they decide what the <clears throat> truth is if they're not... It's not what the jury well, said was. I mean, that seems a bit weird. They said they show the verdict. They show the... They show the case from both sides, and then they show the whole truth. Right. And what really happened. What the whole truth is. Yeah. That would be important. Uh, so, it features an awkward and depressed teenager... Obsessed with anime and comics, who's accused of shooting his own parents in cold blood. His mentality is unstable. His mentally unstable brother, played by Thomas, hires, quote, one of the best attorneys in town, unquote, to clear his brother. Yeah. No, I won't be watching it. I just thought it was interesting, just because... I don't also know. make anime people look even worse. That's again. exactly that's exactly why I added it. Yeah. So I figured you'd go, God damn it, they're gonna make us look like dumbasses. Well, they are. Yeah, well <sighs> what do you expect? It's the American media. What do you expect? I know it. It still pisses me off. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. According to someone here who's listening, she worked at Walmart, and uh, she asked the department manager why they only had Naruto or Bleach. She said the answer is that all the other anime out there isn't Christian enough for Wait. Walmart. So the <laughs> how the hell is Naruto and Bleach Christian? Hey, they preach about Kamisama. Uh, yeah. Wow, okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't expect Walmart to have, you know, <laughs> Legend of the Overfiend, but... I expect them to have it on every shelf. I walk yeah. in seeing see stand-ups for it. That's right. Or Kiss X Sis. Oh, yeah, there we go. I can oh, have my yeah. little sister can't be this cute, right? There we go. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. I what Walmart Japan is like. Is there even a Walmart in Japan? Probably. Probably not. Um, hmm. It's a Lawson's. I don't know. They have Costco's and stuff over there. Seriously? That's yeah. pretty fine. You don't want to get the bulk ramen noodles? or <laughs> bulk <laughs> The two tons of ramen noodles? I want to get, like, the industrial-sized barrel of, like, Pocky. <laughs> it's like, douche. I'm set for the month. Mm-hmm. So that is the news. A lot of it. <clears throat> Love to hear you say on it. Some shocking stuff. Some not so shocking stuff. 
Let's go ahead and move on to our DVD picks of the week. Come on, play. There we go. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Alright, DVD picks. So, basically, if you held a gun to our head and forced us to take our wallets out of our pocket and forcefully give over our check cards and or cash, this is what we would buy. Or if we had unlimited funds, whichever came first. Come on, <laughs> Powerball. If I won the Powerball, this show would be like, bam, HD quality, getting rid of stuff. I would buy myself a network on TV, go on like the public access channel, and be like, bam, high def in this bitch. And get the worst ratings ever. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that would be kind of entertaining. Like, show uh, is doing yeah, a zero, 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 one. In, you know, and, uh... No, we would have a satellite. Like, we have <laughs> the Otaku Net. <laughs> we have the Otaku Skynet satellite broadcasting your lovely <laughs> face. There you go. That would be pretty entertaining. Um, hmm. I Maybe I should have to, I'll have to rig it so you, uh, mean Powerball. Right? <laughs> rig the Powerball. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So what are you doing over there? Nothing. See, and if they invented time machines, we would all be screwed. Because everybody would win the lottery the next day. You know, you just go back in time one day with the with the numbers. I'm like, yeah, I'm a winner. And so is 100 million. Reminds me of that uh, scene in, uh, uh, what was the one with Jim Carrey? He was God. And he grants everybody to win the Powerball and everyone gets like a dollar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. That's what would happen. All right, DVD picks of the That's week. I was choosing this time. I was picking. I am picking. Welcome to the NHK. Yes, I am too. A very, very good show. Pretty hilarious. If you want, I can send you the first disc or two. It is. Su- it's such a good show. The show uh, actually, is- I mean, it seems like it doesn't make you know Otaku look entirely ridiculous. It does, and it uh, doesn't. Um. It does get a little bit of far out there. I think my favorite scene of the entire show is when he gets into looking at uh, ergo images and hentai that he fills up his hard drive and Windows no longer works. <laughs> or uh, uh, Windows no longer works because it has too much porn. Exactly. What? Or and when I'm he's in, in the, when uh. he's in the bushes taking pictures of little girls uh. and. Well, Misaki, when Misaki walks and goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "What do you think I'm doing? I'm taking pictures of little girls." <laughs> yeah, I forgot the whole. There was a reason behind it. It wasn't supposed to be perverted or anything. I forgot mm. the reason though. It's a very fun show. I am so bummed though. Volume six. I cannot find anywhere, and I think I'm doomed to never own it. I bought Walk You can just get the whole thing. I know, for 18 but You can actually get it right now on Right Stuff for 18 bucks. Mm-hmm. Go buy it. Buy it now. But I own yeah. volumes 1 through 5 in the pencil box. I need That's to complete. Right. I need to collect them all. And I can't. I, when, I get back, when I get off this show, I want there to be none left on Right Stuff. I want them all to be bought. What's that? All 18 of them. All 18 of what? Of the... Yeah, all of, I want their, I want rice stuff to be out. A welcome to the United States. Yes, I demand it. <laughs> you should go buy it right now. Seriously, eighteen bucks. Can't complain. 
Go do it. Come on. I'm going to peer pressure the shit out of you. Oh, no, no, no. You're peer pressuring our listeners. You're not peer pressuring me. I'm going to get the... No, I'm peer pressuring you. And I got to, you know, save up to go to Washington on the 30th. (laughs) Mr. I'll buy you stuff. Trying to seduce me or something with your loads no, of No, no, no. Hey, we, did you find the sound to put on the beginning of the show? No. Hey, I completely forgot about it. I was so busy with work and extracurricular activities of my home life, a.k.a. watching anime, that I forgot. We'll get it some other time. Yeah. So, you ready to move on? Yep. Go by Welcome to the HK. Can we put something in here that, like, makes people want to buy it, like, hypnotize them or something? Probably not. Ah, oh, bummer. What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. Alright. I want the fuck of the week this week is hilariously tragic. So, this guy in Korea is on an electric uh, wheelchair. He was, like, crippled from a car accident or something long ago. This was awful. You shouldn't have chosen this one. I chose it because it's hilarious, because you get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. So, this guy misses his elevator. So he starts ramming the elevator doors. The doors give away, and he falls to his death. Yeah, I'm not saying he deserved it, but I'm kind of saying he is, because, Jesus Christ, are you that big of a rush? And you get that pissed off that, hmm, the elevator he left, and the elevator is a shaft that is long, and, uh, if I, uh, what do you expect? You rammed those fuckers like three times and then fell through. Yeah. Dumbass motherfucker. Come on, he should win a Darwin Award this year. That's all I gotta say. Probably. Well, come on. How dumb do you have to be? I mean, how can you get that pissed off over missing an elevator? People are just... I don't get it. Everyone's gotta be in a goddamn rush on the road, in life. I don't know, electric wheelchair, apparently. And this guy died because he just couldn't fucking wait two or three minutes for the elevator to come back down. Yeah. You get what you so deserve. So are you getting the K-On drum set figure that they have on there? No, I am not. I do not buy figures because they are the biggest wastes of money. Why do I need to spend $90 plus on some plastic? I mean, to each their own. If you collect them, awesome. That's your thing. I just personally don't see the point. I mean, it's cool that you can buy them. They're neat. I personally just don't... I have one figure, and it's like sitting in the corner with dust and spider webs all over it. <laughs> well, the other funny thing that is on there is the... Um, I'm going to talk to enough for it. The the stocking and... Um, <clears throat> Panty and stocking. Panty. Um, chicken. I don't even you to say that. Evidently, somebody on a train loved her so much that uh, they recognized her. Oh, and, yeah, well, they participated too. in um, Onins's. <laughs> uh, 
while she was on the train. Yeah, let's just whip out our whip out our dink and just start mm-hmm. ferociously. She, it. it was great too. She actually said in this, you know, in her tweet when she was talking about it, she's like, "I mean, my character would have just gone Psh, tiny." Small. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but she did not. So uh, I'm like, you know, come on now, that would have been awesome if you had done that. We just whip out my crank right now and just start beating uh, ferociously. I just have her go. Have the woman just go Psh, tiny. That would have been that would have been awesome if she pulled that off. You don't get love, but, Otaku Mitsuki. I already told you, I am married. I can't spread my love. <laughs> Why can't I live in Utah? Well, no one wants to love you, Saldar. You're just cranky and always threatening to blow things up with your chemistry. Ah, oh, come on now. I do not. God. Don't let me call Barack. I will. I've got him on speed dial. What? <laughs> You've lost me now. But yes. Okay. Uh, for shame. Okay. So... That's our what the fuck of the week. A dude falling down an elevator shaft and crushing head first into the top of an elevator that he couldn't just wait for. And another guy whipping out his crank. How would you know that? Oh, okay, obviously, duh. As I said that, I went, duh, the internet. But who just recognizes, like, a Seiyu? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Are there's these people, people like the, movie stars in Japan? Said, we're like, you know, she's an attractive woman. They just probably did it that she's an attractive woman. How do they? How does she know even that it was? Well, some people were like, how do we even know this is true at all? She could have just made it up to generate. That's just retarded. Um, well, still, like, are these people like movie? Like, oh my god, there's a Seiyuu from from Yugi Yugi Oh or from Kon or I I don't know. Like, I don't know, I could never... If you were to, like, sit me down at the front of four Japanese women and say, Which one's a seiyuu? I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe because I'm not Japanese, I don't know. But still. How would you know, like, hmm, I'm start wanking it because it's to seiyuu from this show that just started airing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Alright, so... Well, it's the pan for him. Yeah, well... The land where you can get charged with sexual abuse of picking up a child or patting them on the head. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Probably not. Yeah, probably not indeed. Alright, I got four show, kind of not necessarily episode one reviews, but these are like, I don't know how to explain them. Either way, four new shows started airing, and uh, I've got some uh, review slash synopsis slash opinion, I guess. You want to call them? So, Invasion Squid Girl. I think it's just called Squid Girl. I'm not exactly sure. So, the show is just fun to watch. The oceans are littered with bricks and tires, according to this anime. There's just, like, random tires and some cinder blocks. (laughs) Until the show starts. They're in an ocean, and there's bricks and cinder blocks littering the floor of the ocean. (laughs) After I drop off my own. Recycle that? Oh, fuck. Now we're going to the ocean. What about these old... Sin- oh, no, those are going to the ocean, too. They make good anchors. That's right. To port a foreign anchor, tie a fucking cinder block to a chain. So, um, there is one lone squid who's had enough of humanity crashing the ocean. And she's gonna invade and make us work hard to clean up the ocean. 
So she comes to land as a cute girl who looks to be 12 or 13 and promptly declares invasion in a small oceanfront restaurant known as Beach House Lemon. Once declaring her intention to invade, she is seen as a joke and then somehow ends up getting roped into working for the restaurant, delivering food and drink. But then she quickly remembers why she came to land and then shows her quote-unquote true power that her hair is a bunch of tentacles. There's like eight tentacles on her hair. God. And they're cute blue tentacles. And she can do all kinds of things with them. She can make them go speedy and they can fly all over the workplace. They're accurate. They have range. And, uh... Unfortunately, while showing her... scared. Yes. And while unfortunately... For showing her true power, she knocks a hole into the wall of the restaurant. So now she has to work off her debt. (laughs) And uh, she also doesn't realize how many people there actually are on Earth, or anything about humans. She has to learn, like, human interactions, what stuff means. And she assumes, like, there's only, like, maybe a thousand people on Earth. She said she, you know... Um, <clears throat> there's a kid, one of the younger brothers, I think, of one of the sisters who owns uh, the beach restaurant, who is infatuated with Squid Girl, and even goes as far as making a squid hat, and then Squid Girl's like, where are your tentacles? So he puts, like, blue streamers on his head, and she's convinced that his hat is a squid. And when the hat blows off onto the beach... She automatically assumes it's dead and sends it off to sea, and she cries. Oh, my lord. Yes. Squid Girl's never given a cute name. She's just called Squid Girl. Nobody seems to really care that she uh, can hold all kinds of food with her tentacles, or in this case, her hair. Like, literally, they're just like, Squid Girl, I need more sake. Squid Girl, I need more yakisoba. And she's got, like, plates and glasses in her hair, and she's running around being cute. Um, how, so how does a squid become a human? That's they the don't explain it. She just pops up on on the beach, and she's a cute twelve year old girl <laughs> with blue hair. Of course. Yes, and apparently this restaurant doesn't have insurance for being a beachfront property. Having a hole blown in your side of your you know the restaurant, you think insurance would cover all that? Mm, fuck, yeah, just a hurricane or something. True, you do. <laughs> and by the end of it, we find out that she pukes ink. And so they decide to make ink squid spaghetti. So it consists oh of God. her puking on plates of spaghetti. And it becomes a hit for the restaurant. Of course, nobody knows she's puking on it. She's in a back room looking all old and tired. Because she's been puking so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of visual humor. <laughs> It's a lot of visual humor, a lot of visual gags, and it's just something that's light and fluffy, you know. This, for sure, isn't going to be a ultra-serious show. And it was cute because, you know, she thought her comrade died, and, you know, she's quick to cry and, you know, become like, oh, I'm so sad. It didn't work out right. You know. It was cute. I'm going to keep watching it. So, next one. Or I know Amundo, also known as My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. Yes. 
So this is like the Super Otaku Show and Otaku Bait. It's been called the best show of the season by many, at least on Duchan. The show is about a 14-year-old girl named Kirino, who's your typical high school girl. Her older brother, Kiyosuke, uh, uh, and her have a distant, a distant relationship. One day, after knocking her over in a hallway by accident, um, Kiyosuke finds a magical girl anime case on the floor, but inside holds a little sister's hentai game. Kirino, after getting her older brother's opinion about otaku and things of that nature, finally admits the game is hers and shows him a hidden secret closet full of hentai and anime and figures. And even goes as far as making a stack of real-life ergo games taller than she is. Kiyosuke, uh, Kisuke asks about why she has tons of hentai and why is it all brother and sister hentai. She says it's, the girls on the cover are cute and she makes him play one of the games for some reason. The first, uh. the first episode was a fun watch but the story is still unknown. They didn't... This whole episode was about her coming out as a hardcore otaku and apparently she models to get her money. So her parents don't find out. Oh, God. She's the popular girl who models to get money to spend on her secret otaku lifestyle. But nothing more than that is really told. It's an interesting watch, but I'm still on the fence. I hate the English translation of the show. My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute isn't a title you want to go telling your anime-watching friends, at least in public. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, and the funny thing is... um. There was a story on Sugaku. The ergo industry was pissed when it came out how they used the titles. There was actually a lot of real-life titles shown in the anime. School Days, Cross Days, um, a lot of other titles that they had gotten permission to use. But apparently the, the, the company... <clears throat> the companies who make the shows... Or, excuse me, the, the ergo games didn't know how they were going to be used... And I guess they were kind of pissed off to show a 14-year-old girl who owns tons of hentai games and plays them. That isn't very that good for the make industry. Sense. I mean, surely you would ask. I don't get that. Yeah, so you're not going to ask how they're going to use the titles? Well, are you really that stupid? <laughs> Apparently, in this case. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but I would do the same thing. I'm like, so you want to use my product in your anime? Tell me how you're going to do this. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, she it's just a 14-year-old girl's obsession, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that can't make me look bad. No, no, it's an industry that can't make me look bad at all. So now they were like, oh, you're going to hurt the ergo industry. Oh my god, porn games are going to be such a bad rap. Just like, give me a... Yeah. I mean, like, I can see their point, but Jesus Christ, it's an anime. Well, no, I mean, it's... They're correct. It is going to get a bad rap because of this. Oh, there is. I mean, I would want my 14-year-old daughter playing these games. Well, obviously they're bad parents because they don't know about this hidden closet that right. is quote-unquote there from remodeling. It's a closet. Her her uh, dresser is on, like, um, rails. So she can just push it aside 
And then the secret closet opens up, and it's full of hentai and anime DVDs and figurines. That's so, ridiculous. And her parents are like, Otaku are bad. They're nothing to good to society. So now they've got to, he's got to help keep the secret. Like I said, the story for the first episode was just her coming out. Who the hell knows so, what's next? Uh, I mean, yeah, how soon is it, how long is it going to take her for to start coming on to her brother? That's the question. No, he doesn't, she even said she doesn't like that. The only reason she wants to play those games is because she thinks the sisters are cute. It was funny. They showed a scene oh, of... So she's going to become a lesbian then. Alright. No, she's not going to become... What? How is she going to become a lesbian? <laughs> it was funny as hell, though. One of the scenes um, from the show shows them playing one of the games, and it says, So-and-so, little sister, fell asleep in your bed. What do you want to do? Uh, a was like, hug her tightly or something, and B was like, yell at her, and C was like, screw that, kick her out of the bed. <laughs> and he clicks C... And uh, she got all pissed off, and he's like, how can you do that? She's so cute. And he's like, I don't want no fucking sisters in my bed. What the hell? It's pretty funny. <clears throat> don't fall asleep in my bed. Exactly, <laughs> bitch. <sighs> exactly. Okay, third one. The world only God knows. Katsuragi is known on the internet as the capturing God. Because he can ca- capture any girl's heart in any dating sim game. One day, while checking his email on his PFP, he's offered a contract to capture a girl's heart. And he sees it as a challenge. But it is not for a game, but real life. In failure to do so, his head will be removed from his body. A very cute girl named... I think it's Elsua, Elsia, it's E-L-U-C-A. Lucia? I'll say that. Lucia. Comes out of nowhere and explains the situation that she is from hell, and if she and if he fails, she will also die. Now, uh, Katsurga, uh, Katsurgi, or Katsuraga, I can't fucking say these things straight. Katsuragi must win real-life girls' hearts. So, uh, Elsia uh, can capture them in a soul jar. Literally, she looks like she's holding a big, big-ass jar of, like, for jam. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so, wait, he's, she's like, he's capturing the girls' souls for hell? Basically, what they say is these girls have, like, evil souls in them, and that she must capture them to send them back to hell. And the oh, only way okay. to do that is for them to fall in love with him. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And she has a she yeah. has a jar that looks like a a jelly jar with the cloth. Oh, over what's it. that American show? There's an American TV show where the guy had to. Oh shoot! The hell's wrong with your microphone? There's an American TV show where a guy was had to help the devil collect souls that had escaped from hell because his parents had sold his soul to the devil or something. And it didn't last too long, but it was rather hilariously funny. <laughs> There's he been a lot a of shows like that. basically and worked at like um hardware store. And I cannot I work remember at the name true of the show. value. 
But it sounds it sounds almost like this is the same type of thing. There's been a lot of shows like that. I remember watching Nickelodeon as a kid growing up, and there were shows like, you must do 100 good deeds to make XYZ happen, or mm. you know things like that nature. I wish I remember what that show was. Oh, well. I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> the characters are cute, um, and it's fun seeing Kataragi fail. But then slowly see the girl turn for him, and see Katara and uh, seeing Kataragi get confidence in himself. The biggest fall for me was when everything is said and done, the girl has no memory of what took place, which kind of sucks. But you need well, at least she's not dead. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna fray of what was happening. But you need to be that way, uh, you know, just because of the, because of the way the show is. Um, so he needed to be that way, otherwise Katsuragi would end up like Makoto from School Days, getting every girl he wants. Lucia, uh, is very cute, and it's easy to fall for her, because she's selfless, and yet kind of funny, because she doesn't understand human interaction and emotions. Um, she even goes as far as, like, right when he signs the contract, he gets this, like, collar on him and and Alucia's like she tells him about it and he's like what that's not happening I only like 2D girls I'm not gonna help you so she's like okay I'll die with you then we'll both die together you know and that's kind of noble in my opinion um the show might be fun I just hope we get multiple episodes dedicated to one girl as having a new girl and knowing that uh, knowing that Katsuragi can capture her you know, capture their heart can get kind of dull. Point is, I want to get... <clears throat> excuse me. I want to get shows that have, like, him going after one girl for two or three episodes. And not necessarily watch an episode every week, and there's a new girl. And at the end of the show, you're going to go, Oh, yep. You did it. Good for him. I was so not, you know, expecting that. You know what I mean. Yeah, we'll get old pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. The second season has already been leaked um, on the website. It says Takarajima Create, and it will begin airing in 2011, in April 2011. So, you know, obviously, good stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. Did Crunchyroll leak <clears throat> this one too? Yes, I did. Seriously? You can watch this on Crunchyroll. Oh, no, no, I mean, did they leak the second season? Oh, no, no, no. The, whoever this Takajira, uh, what is it, Taka, Takarajima create company in a magazine or on a website or something, on their website leaked the second season information. Is what I gathered. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, I thought you said somebody actually leaked the second season. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they've already created it. Uh-huh. No, they leaked information that there's going to be a second season of the show in April 2011. So we'll get one, we'll get like a one season break of it, and then there's more. So hopefully it does well then. Well, I'm guessing they must think it will be <clears throat> if they're going to do. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, final, uh, final uh, show here. Um. 
<clears throat> God damn it. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, Yusuka no Sora. The kind, sweet, attractive big brother, Haruka, and sarcastic, embittered little sister, Sora, move out to the country after their parents' death. Sora is too weak for school, but in the first part of the show, they're like walking for miles out after they get off the train. Ugh. Yeah. That but you can't go to sense. school, though. She's just milking it. Mm-hmm. So Haruka uh, attends alone, leaving Sora all by herself, running back and forth between worrying about her brother abandoning her and fantasizing about having sex with him. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> First episode uh, is basically introducing all the characters, the dark pasts of people, the sibling lust, lesbians, and every girl in this school has the airbag nip meal boobs. Yeah, except for Sora. She's, like, flat. I really, really worry about the Japanese sometimes. Poor Sora. So, and the crazy thing is, like, every girl that Haruka runs into is, like, shocked, and then they start blushing. Because apparently he's just so cute. Which is weird. Um... And it really, it's kind of overload, in my opinion, because we meet, like, six or seven different girls in a span of 20 minutes, and they all do the same thing. They're like, oh my god, ultra blush. And we get a little bit of backstory on, like, one or two, because they, uh, they used to go out there to visit their grandparents, who are still alive, and there's, like, a scene or two where... He'll pull up to, like, a, I think it's like a bus shelter where there was an incident with one of the girls he bumps into that he remembers as a kid. Um, another one actually lives with her, I think it's her grandparents. But apparently, so basically they get this big-ass house to themselves, but they live, like, down the street from their grandparents. And they got an inheritance. So, Yeah. Um. So why is the kid too weak to attend school? They don't really say. I guess the shock of her parents dying in a car accident mm. is just too much for her. That she eats nothing but junk food. They stop at a market to get food, and she just loads up a basket of junk food. Oh, Probably why she has no boobs either. So basically, all the character, all the girls have like. Weird hairstyle, cute hairstyles, different colors. They all have big boobs. Haruka himself is oblivious to the girls, for the most part. He uh, remembers a few things about one or two different girls, but nothing like shocking. There's also two aspects of the show that rise above the boring mediocrity. The animation is strong. It looked really nice. Um... The girl, the characters are really cute. They did a really good job. Um, even though they may, some may or may not look alike. Um, you know what's funny too? Is Sora and Haruka 
look like older versions of the Lolita, the Lolita twins in Black Lagoon. They both have gray hair and creepy. <laughs> um, and randomly, I didn't even know about this until I rewatched the show. There is so they go to they they end the show. With Sora, like, oh, brother, I want to have sex with you. And she's, like, naked. And then they end the show there. And I turn it off going, interesting, all right. This show, to me, in my opinion, is, like, the most interesting of the season. Um, I'll, I'll explain why in a minute. But I didn't know about this last part. So after the credits, they have chibi versions of... There's this, these two girls. One's, like, rich... They pass Sora and Haruko on the bike when they're biking into the, where they're supposed to be living. And the maid is like, Oh my god! That guy is so cute! And because she's a, she's a maid, she never meets any guys or anything. And they, you know, they live in the middle of nowhere, apparently. They show her later that night masturbating for no apparent reason. There's a scene of her masturbating. That I didn't even know the about. It's just that good. Like, apparently, it was weird though because they went chibi and it like made the show like hard as hell to take seriously after seeing that. It was like we're at this gag in here at the end. <clears throat> but no, I'm saying it's a, it could be very interesting for the following reasons: a, I'm a sucker for shoujo and harems. I always kind of go, hmm, this could be interesting. What could happen here? Um, I mean, there's a lot of different girls. Yeah, it's kind of stupid that all of them are like, Oh my god, he's so cute! They don't even know him. But, uh... In fact, his sister wants to screw him. <sighs> that too. I didn't like that at all either. It's like, what the fuck? This is the second show with incest this season. As I say, I'm beginning I didn't to realize really it. the Japanese. I didn't realize in the first episode of, uh, M.M. In the second episode, he wakes up with his sister in the bed... And instead of hitting his alarm clock, he grabs his sister's boob. And apparently she's in college, but she looks like she's like 14. She's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, this is the second show that has incest overtones in it. And, uh, I don't know. So out of these, I'm going to keep watching Squid Girl because, hey, it's just pointless, mindless fun. Can't go wrong there. I mean, it's all good. Um, Suga no Sora. I'm gonna keep watching because I want to see what happens with all these girls. Maybe he'll be like Makoto and be like, bam, bam, bam. I've impregnated five girls. He dies. I don't know. Um, Ora no Amundo. The, this little sister, my little sister can't be this cute. I'm gonna keep watching. For the time being, but from the first episode, there really was no plot layout. So I really don't know what the, you know. I don't know what the overall plot is yet. You know, we'll see. And the world only God knows. Another we'll see, just because I want to see how they handle each week. Um, like you even said, you know, it could get pretty dull pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll see. So two out of the four. I'm going to keep watching. Uh, the remaining two is going to be on the fence. The next episode or two really have to kick it into high gear and say, 
this is why we want to keep you watching every week and not necessarily, you know, and, and whatnot. So, I did sign up for Crunchyroll again. They have my $7 or whatever it costs. Actually, you know, it's weird. I'm on a two-week trial again. I went to sign up. I went to give them money. And, uh... Oh, someone said it's the deal with the devil. That, that show you were telling me about? No, I don't think so. I want to say it was the Reaper, but I'm not positive. Hmm. I don't know. It was a series. I was, like, in the last two years. Hmm. I think it was on WB. I'm not positive. So it but it was a comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe by next uh, week we'll track it down. There's always yep. Wikipedia or something. Yep, yep. There is, there is. So... Yeah, that is about the... There's only one more show I want to talk about next week. It's that one with the the dude in the fluffy jacket and the one that was all brutally violent. The one that said, you, know, you and me both said we might like. The one, mm-hmm. the chi one. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I can't either, but I know but, what uh, you're talking that's about. That's the only yeah. one I have yet to see. He was he was in some, some um, <clears throat> like... I'll tell you here one sec. Part part of the Togaranu was evil or something. Yeah, yeah. The how do you say it here? Togaranu, Togaranu, no chi. That one. It is yet to start airing. It airs on October fifteenth. So got a little bit more time to kill before then. But yeah, next week I think I will go ahead and review Genshiken just because. I've been kind of excited to want to review it. So, look for that. Uh, if you have any review suggestions, or anything you think we should watch, bonsaibeat at gmail.com is our yes, email address. Yes. Feel free to send us feedback, comments, hate mail, money. Hate mail is always fun. Money's well, always good. I'll say this, you're going to send us hate mail? We do this for free? What do you fucking expect? <laughs> well, no, if you send us hate mail, we're going to read it on the air and then laugh at you. So That you know. too. Anything else you want to say before we leave for the night? No, no. Just just a message to all the all the Japanese producers out there. You don't have to put sex in your show when it's good anyway. Come on, they so give get... your character pants. Just don't put them in a shirt. <laughs> when they're 11. What about strike at witches? At least if you just put her in a shirt, don't show bloomers too! Damn it! There's no fucking reason for that shit. But the bloomers are a fetish. <sighs> Come on, even in that... The world... The God, that was hilarious. In that world that God only knows, he was like... The girl he had to go help was on the track team. He's like, her hair isn't up and up... up and, her hair isn't up. Tied up. So, Lucia makes it tied up. She's wearing pants. So she's like, I only go after girls who wear bloomers. So he changes the entire track team <laughs> girls into bloomers. Like, boom, they're in bloomers. <laughs> well, this is not I mean, got interested. actual white, like, underwear, like, bloomers. I mean, this is not what Japanese wear throughout their during P.E. That would be okay. It's similarly okay. But this is, I mean, if you look at the, um, the... F- the, the the figure that is on Crunchyroll, all right? 
And I actually thought that was just, oh, this is just a figure that they made to, you know, sell the crazy otaku. No, no, it's no. actually in the show. It actually happened in the show? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and it gets worse in that she's, um, you know, she's... The, the show's set kind of in with, like, World War One um, fighter planes, as in they're, like, open to the air on the top. Don't you uh, there were ships? piloting and one person who's a navigator. There were uh, ships. And so, of course, she's, she's navigating one of these planes, and, you know, well, the plane is metal, okay? And it's flying at high speeds in the air. And she's sitting on the metal without pants. <laughs> maybe okay, they don't, maybe they fixed... Just maybe... Maybe the sun isn't as hot in the future. Uh, yeah. Maybe the sun is cool temperature by a few degrees. Well, Thus, no, it's not that she'd be hot, it's that she would be cold. Or that. It's metal. She's flying through the air fast, you know. Maybe, the, I don't know. I mean, they give her goggles, for crying out loud, because <laughs> she's flying in the air fast. Maybe they're invisible pants. No, she, yeah. The futuristic invisible pants. Ugh. The, the person who recommended this to me, if you could explain this part, I'd be forever <laughs> grateful. There you go. Next week, we'll also have a review of Last Exile. So there you go. Genshiken, Last Exile, every Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, on Stickcam. That's enough whoring for one night. Thanks to everybody in the Stickcam for watching and saying things and stuff in words. I appreciate it. Yes, I guess so yes. does Zodar. Just like making it short this time. Do with who now? This is just a short show. Uh, we've been going for over an hour. Oh, okay. It just feels like it's short. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yes, yes. And as always, hate mail is welcome. We'll just laugh at you. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otakastradio.com. 